Everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Happy Wednesday to you. It is Headline Wednesday here on the show, so I'll just give you the top headlines, give you the picks in the NBA and the NHL, and recap the craziness of last night's game in Game 3 of the World Series. Game 4 is tonight. I'll give you the pick for that, too. So that is honestly what the show will be about today. Quick, easy, you know, typical headline Wednesday. Uh, There is one trade deadline detail I forgot to mention yesterday. Calvin Ridley is headed to Jacksonville, yet Calvin Ridley, if for those of you that forgot, uh, he is suspended a year because he bet on the games while he was on his little mental health journey. So, congratulations, Jackson. (laughs) Congratulations, whoever got Calvin Ridley, because you're not going to have him for an entire year. So that's kind of a waste of a trade, but it is Jacksonville, so what do you expect? Anyway, that is the only other major news that I did miss from yesterday. With that... Let's go ahead and get these picks out of the way. You know what? I'm going to start with the baseball one. Okay, I've been... You know, I still have the Astros winning in six, and that is still a possibility. And they're going to have to win tonight. I don't see five home runs, which, by the way, the Phillies became the first team in postseason or World Series history to hit three home runs in the first three innings. That, you're not going to see again. You're not going to see Bryce Harper hit two shots. Kyle Schwarber hit one. Brandon Marsh got one. You know, back-to-backers. You're not going to see that again. I I really don't think that's going to happen again. You know, Lance McCullers became the first um, pitcher in World Series history to give up five runs in a single game. So... That's that's a part of history you don't want to be a part of, but that's where Lance McCullers is at. So I'm going to pull a little reverse psychology on this because I've been, I've been right about the picks. They just came a game later. Remember, I had the Astros last night, and then they just got throttled. So today I'm going to do a little bit of reverse psychology. Aaron Nola will be on the hill for the Phillies tonight. Against Christian Javier, who in his last playoff start in Yankee Stadium, thing near held the Yankees to one. Actually, he held them to one hit on his own start. Got to six innings. This is probably going to be more of what the World Series should be, which is low scoring, first team to three. There, It's just not... This World Series so far... Has been insanely offensive, not in a dirty way, but if you look at the combined run totals, okay, Houston got 10 in game one, 10 total runs in the first two games. Philly has gotten, what, three, six, so nine, seven, 16 runs so far. I mean, this has been a way, way offensive oriented. 
World Series so far. It's challenged that Houston pitching depth, which I still believe. And in fact, let me see who they have for Game 5. If Let me see if Houston's got anybody lined up for Game 5. And then, because I still believe in the Astros, even though, let's see. Yeah, they got Javier against Arenola. And then Game 5 tomorrow, you got Verlander and Noah Syndergaard. I would take Verlander all day, every day. And then for Game 6, if it happens, you get Framer Valdez going for the Astros back at home on Saturday, if it gets that far. So the Astros have to win this game. However, however, again, I'm going to play reverse psychology with this. As far as the score goes, I'm going to go 3-2. I'm going to go with the Phillies. Aaron Nolan will bounce back. He's going to give you at least six innings. And Christian Javier will give up maybe two runs in his start. And that will be the difference. The bullpen will give up one. So I'm going to go 3-2 Phillies over the Astros. Which means if you're a Phillies fan, you might want to put the kibosh on me for right now. But, you know, I'm going to go with the Phillies just in reverse psychology. Just to even up this series of two games apiece. So I'm going to go the Phillies over the Astros in this game, which will even up the series, and then basically Houston just got to win two in a row, and I do believe they can do that, so this is probably the one game I think Philly will win, and they might, they might, if they do though, then it's 3-1, and then Houston's great pitching depth will definitely have to get tested for the next three. So I'm doing this out of reverse psychology and out of pure luck, but I'm going to go with the Phillies over the Astros to take a 3-1 series lead, and the score will be 3-2. So that is your base. That's your World Series stuff for today. Let's go ahead and get the picks for today in the NBA and the NHL. Let's jump right to it, and then I'll give you the top headlines for today. Uh, let's get rolling. Let's do the NBA first. Uh, we've already got one game underway. It's the Sixers and the Wizards. The Wizards are up by 10 right now, 47-37. I think the Sixers will bounce back. Uh, Celtics over the Cavs. The Heat over the Kings. The Knicks over the Hawks. The Bulls over the Hornets. The Clippers over the Rockets. The Bucks over the Pistons. The Raptors over the Spurs. The Jazz over the Mavs, the Grizzlies over the Trail Blazers, and the Lakers over the Pelicans. Again, so your winners today, Lakers, Mavs, or Lakers, Jazz, Raptors, Bucks, Clippers, Bulls, Knicks, Heat, and the Celtics. Those are your winners for the rest of the games in the NBA. Let's go ahead and get you to the NHL. Uh, da, da, da. Only two games on tonight. I've got the Maple Leafs over the Flyers and the Penguins over the Sabres. So again, your winners tonight, Maple Leafs and Penguins. And I'll see you guys tomorrow for your Thursday game list. Let's go into college football, see if there's any games in there.
I did miss the action from last night, so let me get here. Okay, so there's two Mid-American Conference games on tonight. Central Michigan, Northern Illinois. Give me the Chippewa. Uh, and I've got Western Michigan over Bowling Green. Actually, I'll take Bowling Green over Western Michigan. It's not much. It's 4-4 four and 3-5. Four and, and five. It's not. Those aren't pretty records. So whoever takes it, let's see who's favored. Okay, Bowling Green is favored by five points. You know what? I would take that right now. Sure. And then Northern Illinois is favored by six. So, yeah, I'll go with the favorites in the games tonight. And as far as yesterday went, Ball State beat Kent State 27-20. to 20, And Ohio beat Buffalo 45-24. to 24. So, there's your college football tonight, too. With that, here are your top headlines. Since this is Headline Wednesday, let's get to it. Shall we? Uh, da, da, da. The top storyline today, and it was the breaking news on the ESPN app for at least the first five minutes, especially I was reading this story while I was eating lunch, but the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into the allegations that the commanders have engaged in financial improprieties. Two sources familiar with the matter confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. The source said that prosecutors have focused on several areas and that the inquiries were triggered by a letter uh, by a letter the House Committee on Oversight and Reform sent on Friday to the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC and several attorney generals in April that alleged deceptive business practices Attorney General in Virginia and Washington, D.C. also are investigating allegations of financial improprieties. Team spokesman Gene Medina didn't immediately comment, but provided a statement from attorney John Brownlee of Holland and Knight, who represent the commanders. Medina said, quote, or the lawyers said, quote, It is not surprising that ESPN is publishing more falsehoods Based solely on anonymous sources, given today's announcement, the statement said, We are confident that after these agencies have had a chance to review the documents and complete their work, they will come in the same conclusion as the team's internal review. That these allegations are simply untrue. So once again, the commanders... Yeah, it is untrue. So, so again, the Washington commanders just can't seem to be run properly for whatever reason. And maybe there is a personal vendetta against Daniel Snyder. And maybe there is a reason to have Daniel Snyder sell the team. But if the dude is that bad, then why, 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 why is he still owning the team? Why? Seriously, why? That's the only question I really have left. Uh, let's see. Asked Wednesday whether the league is aware of the federal criminal investigations, NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy said, we'll decline comments. So the NFL is saying nothing about this, but yet they have no problem wanting Daniel Snyder out. Roger Goodell wants him out so badly. But the NFL is basically saying, we had nothing to do with this. I, it's just nuts. Uh, doo -doo. Otherwise, it's just, 
when you read this story a little deeper, and you can find it on the ESPN app or ESPN.com, it's just another hit piece on the Commanders, another reason to try and bash Daniel Snyder. And in the end, it won't really mean too much, but that is story number one. Story number two. Let's see. Let's go here. Gonzaga is looking to join the Big 12 in basketball. Let's see what this goes. Gonzaga's athletic director met in person with the Big 12 commissioner last week as part of broader discussions about the Zags joining the Big 12. The discussions are part of the possibility of a seismic move of the basketball powerhouse leaving the West Coast Conference. For a power conference, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Yormack met with Gonzaga Athletic Director Chris Stanford at the Hyatt in Frisco, Texas, while the Zags were in Dallas to play Tennessee in a scrimmage. The move backs up Yormack's promise of the Big 12 being aggressive and open for business, and it could end up shifting the landscape of college basketball. Sources indicate Gonzaga has been exploring its conference options as it's emerged as one of the premier basketball programs in the country, both in the Pac-12 and the Big East, have been engaged with the Gonzaga, according to sources, but the extent of those conversations is uncertain. Yeah, because if I was Gonzaga, why the hell would I want to leave? Because, okay, and don't get me wrong, people up there in Spokane, I do love Gonzaga, I love Mark Few and everything, but you are the big fish in a very, very tiny pond. And if you want to be a part of the Big 12, now, you know, this may be not this year or maybe even next year, but maybe two years down the road. But if you want to be a part of these big conferences, you're going to be playing teams like Kansas, North Carolina, or not North Carolina, Kansas, Texas, Texas Tech, who's actually been really good. West Virginia, Bob Huggins is still there. You're going to be facing high-level competition every year if you join either the Big 12 or the Pac-12 or even the Big East. All I'm saying, Gonzaga, is this. Don't leave. Do you know why? Because you can dominate the West Coast Conference every year for the rest of Mark Few's tenure, you can be a number one seed in the West region every year. You're guaranteed to be in the Sweet 16 every year. Why would you want to go blow that off to probably be the fifth or sixth best team in that conference? You know, only to probably get in as an at-large because, let's be honest, Gonzaga, for as talented as talented as you are, you're not going to get the big recruits to come to Spokane. I'm sorry, not. But that's my opinion on that. Let's see. Let's go to story number three. Uh... Okay, maybe not. Let's see, 17-year-old. Oh, this is another college uh, basketball story. It won't mean too much because it is an assistant, but Kansas basketball coach Bill Self and assistant Curtis Townsend on Wednesday were suspended for the first four games of the season 
and the Jayhawks imposed several recruiting restrictions as part of the as part of the fallout from the FBI investigation into the college basketball corruption stemming from 2017. Self and Townsend were named in the NCAA's notice of allegations that accused the school of five level one violations tied to its relationship with Adidas. They will miss the Jayhawks matchup against Duke in the Champions Classic on November 15th. Assistant coach Norm Roberts will serve as interim head coach of the defending national champions during self-suspension over the first four games. The list of penalties that Kansas self-imposed include this. Basketball coach Bill Self and assistant... Okay, we're suspended for games of the season... Self and Townsend were banned from off-campus recruiting-related activities for four months. Again, this is the school self-imposed sanctions, not the NCAA ones. Uh, to do recruiting-related activities for four months. Reduction of four official recruiting visits during the academic year and in 2023 and 2024. Reductions of three total scholarships to men's basketball to be distributed over the next three years. A six-week ban on recruiting communications, a six-week ban on unofficial visits, and a 13-day reduction in recruiting days during 2022 and 2023. And the final self-imposed sanction that Kansas did to Bill Self, no recruiting visits for the 2022 late night in the fog. So nobody's going, there's going to be no Snoop Dogg performing at Fog Allen to get everybody hyped up. But who needs for that? Uh, they will also miss games against Omaha, North Dakota State, and Southern Utah. Before the showdown against Duke, Self and Townsend will rejoin the team in time to face NC State at the Battle for, at, Battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas on November 23rd. So, in reality, is this a big deal? Sure. I mean, Sean Miller avoided it. Krzyzewski avoided it, Rick Pitino avoided it, Bill Self stayed. In reality, it's a four-game suspension that Kansas imposed on themselves. I think in reality, it's not going to hurt the Jayhawks. I think they'll end up 3-1. and one. Maybe they'll lose to Duke, and that will be the only loss, but I don't think it'll hurt them too much. Let's go on a little bit more on this story. Uh, Kansas chose to turn its infractions case over to the independent accountability resolution process. Uh, Self and Townsend had already been barred from off-campus recruiting visits from April to July this year, and the school also did not host any recruits at the late night of the fog. Its annual Midnight Madness event, the school also will lose three scholarships over the next three years, cut down its official recruiting visits this year by four, and reduce the number of permissible recruiting days during the upcoming year by 13 days. So, in reality, these are just sanctions that Kansas wanted to get in front of before the NCAA actually punished Kansas for anything that involved that 2017 shoe scandal. And they just wanted to say, hey, NCAA, we did our job. See, 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 we're, we're going to cut Bill Self out for four games and his assistant. Oh, see, see, we're going to do that. Well, okay, and it might not really matter. Kansas still might end up 3-1, and one, and they still might end up being the top 15 team in the country. And in my opinion, they might end up, because let's be real, college basketball right now doesn't mean much. 
talk to me in January once they start revealing the top 16 seeds early. And Kansas might end up being a two seed later on. So this might not really matter down the road. But anyway, those are your top headlines for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, and anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble, either going on a desktop and looking up Rumble.com or downloading the app on your Google or Apple phones. And... Search for the username ADGERKE, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is sent to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 440 episodes. Please also like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithm. And, 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 if you want to follow this show on social media, either do that on the Facebook page, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. The Facebook page is The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me directly on Instagram at Austi Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can search for my handle on Twitter for post-episode interaction at Austin underscore Gerke. That's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.